0: Community, family, faith. Welcome to the Reclaimed American Podcast. Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to another wonderful episode of the Reclaimed American Podcast. I am your host, Shad Turner, and let's get started. So, today is Friday. And I wanted to apologize to y'all because I'm actually recording this on Friday. Um, work has gotten in the way, and you know, you gotta make money, so unfortunately work comes first. And I haven't been getting home until incredibly late this week, or I'm just so dog-ass tired from work that here we are. I'm recording my intro and outro to this show on, on a Friday, I actually recorded the interview that you're about to hear on Monday, edited it, edited it on Tuesday. And I thought for sure, okay, well tomorrow I'll have, you know, being Wednesday, I'll have plenty of time in the evening to get out here and do my final touches, do what I'm doing right now and get it done. But unfortunately that did not happen. Uh, Wednesday I got home and like I said, I was just so, so exhausted from the day that I ate, I showered, I went straight to bed. Then uh, yesterday, Thursday, similar deal, didn't get home till right at 8 o'clock, had to haul ass to the, after I picked up my wife, had to haul ass to the store, do some more uh, grocery shopping for a few things that we didn't get earlier in the week. And by the time we got home, had a little bit of a snack, which I hate doing at night before going to bed, but I was hungry, I didn't really eat before going shopping. So yeah, I was pretty, pretty starved, had a little bit of something to eat and then straight to bed. So, so far this morning, I haven't gotten that call because I've been on call all week and I haven't gotten that call to come into the office to do whatever yet. And um yeah, so I'm making, making, taking the, oh God, I can't talk, making the most of the situation and I'm recording now. There you go. Finally got that out. So anyways, like I said, I apologize. It's probably going to be like somewhere between Saturday and Monday before this actually hits the airwaves. And uh I apologize for that. But I will do my best to not allow that to happen again in the future. So BBT Chronicles update. Uh so far this week was a good week. Wife didn't really have too many issues. Um she was dizzy for a while. Um I forget which day it was, but yeah, she's kinda of dizzy for a while. Um ah, the day that we're that I recorded the interview, Monday. She wasn't feeling all that great, puked a couple times, but outside of that, she's doing well. No more trips to the ER. Um we've got our next appointment where we do the three D scan. That's scheduled for August nineteenth. And uh yeah, we're excited for that. We we can't wait for that to happen. But at the moment everything's going good. She's still having The one tooth that, or the two teeth that she had extracted, the pain on that has finally gone away. Unfortunately, now she's got a tooth pain on the other side of her mouth, and we're we're gonna see what we can do about getting that dealt with. But um, outside of that, we're also waiting for money to hit the bank because the beginning of the month is always mortgage and insurance, and we got a couple other things that come out on the first of the month, and it's like, oh, bank account's killing us right now but outside of that we're doing good. So, today I've got a special treat for y'all. Today we're talk or you're going to hear of my interview with Mark E. Peterson, and he is the founder of the People's Patriot Project. And essentially, they're a group of people doing really good things for um, our our veterans, first responders, families, and I mean, as he put it in the interview, you know, he reaches out, he tries to help as many people as he can through, through the charity. I mean, if you need help with, you know, some kind of medical supplies, or um, as we said in the interview, there's a guy that needed a wheelchair ramp and that guy's in South Carolina, but he knew somebody in his local area that just happened to have had a wheelchair ramp. So he's working on getting that from uh, where he's at down in South Carolina. Uh, there's another guy that he knows that uh um has a segway that he's literally almost driven the wheels off of and so he's trying to help that guy get new wheels put on it because that's the guy's only way of getting around and then uh, also you know even if you you need help lo- washing your clothes you know you don't have laundry money he's he's trying to help people out with that so i mean the guy is just going out of his way to try to do as much good as he can in the world. And he he's a people connector. I mean, he's the one that connected me to Tony Turner, who was my first interview. I met him through Isaac from the Spent Brass Podcast, who's also here in Houston. And uh, somehow him and Isaac had gotten together, and then as a result of Isaac posting some stuff of, of Mark's, I saw it. I reached out to them. We all met up when they had a little... um Oh, it was a, I think they called it a got your six get together. And so a bunch of, a couple of veterans showed up. Um, Isaac from Spent Brass showed up and they did a, a podcast together. And unfortunately my wife and I got there kind of late and then my wife's hungry. So we went inside to eat because it was kind of hot during the first part of, uh, of the evening. So we're sitting inside by the time we came outside. It was just a kind of a meet and greet deal, but. Is a good time all around. But uh, I hope you enjoy the interview, and here you go, Mr. Mark E. Peterson. Today, we're talking with Mark E. Peterson from the People's Patriot Project. But before we go too far into that, let me just introduce Mark to you. And uh, let me just start off, you know, from, from what I know of Mark so far, other than being a really cool guy that does a lot of stuff for other people, and found out that we have mutual acquaintances uh, along the lines. But um, Mark was in the National Guard from September 1990 until October 2002. And uh, at this point, this is where I'm going to jump in and say, Hey, Mark, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely.
1: Well, uh, I'm a school teacher out here in Minnesota, uh, originally from Cody, Wyoming. Uh, I've got a son in the service right now and a daughter that just graduated from high school. I teach bi-ed, social studies, and driver's education. And, uh, I was a firefighter right after I got out of the military in, in 2002. Um, our unit was deployed at the time. And, uh, we were in a unique situation where, uh, HHB 34th Division Artillery, uh, got to do a lot of its command from Minnesota. Uh, as they were ramping up the, the major parts of their deployment. And uh, at the time, it wasn't a great fit for me, uh, just uh, physically, And uh, I wasn't really working in my OS at the time. I was I was working as a liaison between upper command of the NCO side and upper command of the, the officers. So Colonel Cry and Command for 10 or 2 guys, and then I also... Worked with a first sergeant and a captain, a CO for the the headquarters. back. I needed to find a place to serve, and so uh, firefighting is what I got into right away. And uh, I stuck with that for a while. And so then we can talk about the vision of the People's Patriot Project. I found that several years later, and um, so that's where we're at now, kind of.
0: Okay. So uh, People's Patriot Project, basically, yeah. um, what 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 is it? What's y'all's mission?
1: So our mission is a mission to serve. Um, I'm trying to grab up as many people that still have that passion, uh, whether you are a service member, whether you are a first responder. Um, our actual name is all We the People from the Constitution, the People's Facing Project. And uh, I've created a whole heart of effort to make sure we're taking care of those people who have given some or a lot, uh, sadly, there's even those that have given everything. And we also want to give back to those families that have, that we deem uh, as gold star families as well. Uh, so as far as the game is concerned, we do have a mission and where we want to get to and one, one major piece to work on the social, emotional, and restoration of our, our veterans and first responders. Um but we're also, prepared. so, yeah, one of the most rare things that was said to me in the last, last year was, a, well, Mark, you're working so hard on this to Hey, Mark. You're so saturated.
0: Can, can you?
1: You're having between 17 to 75 people a day committing suicide. And I go, those numbers aren't, those numbers aren't good enough for me. So I want to be on board to make sure that we are trying to put into place some social events, a social structure, uh accommodate sometimes those things at all i can't help her to do laundry this week well let's find a way to get you to get your laundry done get you the resources you need
0: so basically you're you're trying to you're out there just trying to help anyone that that served currently serving is a first responder and just trying to help them out with all all and anything that they need help with
1: so out there there are so many amazing organizations um I could rattle off a dozen right now and you know, uh, we got Battle Buddies up here, the Battle Buddies USA that are trying to get jobs for veterans that know here in Minnesota. They get it thirty days uh successfully, getting a veteran a job within thirty days of coming into their program. So an amazing group of people. We got uh Eagle Group up here in Minnesota, again, corporate level uh businesses, Carlson, um Cambria I can't even think of the other ones right now, but they hire NCOs and officers that are not in deployment any longer, but are have come back and are in that transitioning piece. Mm -hmm. Um, There's people like well, there's you and then there's there's Isaac and then uh, DJ down there. Um, Oddly enough, you know, you just got Tony Turner on your uh, show just recently, and uh, we're working on getting him so he gets to his recording studio. And, and help him just, I mean, even if it's laid down as one track, the simple man, even though he's got several others, just, just give him a chance to, to move forward and, and find some meaning. Um, we do have a bigger mission, but, um, we're trying to catch as many as we can. And that, that builds my networks, um, right. building relationships with people. Um, I've got a crew of about 16 staff right now that kind of scour, uh, Facebook posts. And if they see something that looks a little froggy, they'll they'll get a hold of me, and we'll just straight out reach out to the person and say, hey, what do you need help with right now at this time? Um, And, you know, some of them don't feel like they're trained to help in that area. I do have a degree in psychology. Uh, Not that that fixes everything, but bottom line is we just want to make sure that we're there and we're able and willing to have a conversation and helping people realize that they matter and that they're 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 a big piece of the puzzle um i've got a lot a few tasks that that i get into talking about how important it is to have them around so that we can remember the ones that they remember and vice versa so
0: right on very good and so y'all are like not just um helping people in your local area but you're just reaching out and trying to help as many people anywhere as you can
1: absolutely um that the greatest part about this and I've had such a great time and it's sad that it's actually happening in kind of kind of the, the sufferings of other people but just building the relationship um, here's an example um, I've got a guy up here who is uh, he takes in elder care for veterans in the VA mm-hmm. and he does at you home know, out of his house is able to take three veterans uh, for long-term care well Connection to Connection had a ton of medical supplies. Well, I I went and I picked up all the medical supplies, brought them over there. Well, through that process, they had a wheelchair ramp. Well, I just recently been talking to someone down in South Carolina that needed a wheelchair ramp. It's fun that we've got people that are actually going to be in that area. So um, we're working on getting that wheelchair ramp down for a veteran that needs access to his home and uh, just... The one piece is just putting all pieces together. Um, so, and and, the process for our veterans and for our first responders, there needs to be a holistic approach to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we use the fitness piece where uh, we're teamed up with a guy in Duluth uh, that runs the 23rd Veteran, and uh, he uh, works through um, Team RWB. And uh, we're looking at creating some fitness opportunities to help people, you know, just get a workout, just go for a walk, just go for records, uh, create social events, um, just be able. I mean, some of the best times of my life, we worked in deployment and or we were just meeting to burn some dogs and drink some beers. And um, even whether it was on the fire department or in my service with the military, uh, it was just that brethren and sisterhood that I had with the people that were closest to me during deployment. And, and I, I do want to make sure real quick, I, I was a non-deployed veteran. Um, and that doesn't, I don't say that to minimize my service because I mean, I loved everything that I did. Um, I just think it's a, the opportunity to, to go overseas and serve.
0: Right on. You know, the interesting thing about that is I've heard from other vets that were non-deployed. And some of them get this feeling like, you know, yeah, I'm a veteran, but I don't feel like a real veteran. You know what I mean? Uh, they get this, this feeling like, I served, but I didn't do any of the stuff that all these other guys that have just busted their ass and lost their lives or destroyed their lives. So they don't feel like they they deserve to, to be out there and to even call themselves veteran. Yet, it's it's not like that because... Those people, even though, yeah, they might be completely healthy, they might not have any issues um, as far as you know what other people have. Um, I, they turn around, I they think, they do cool shit like what you're doing. I think a big
1: piece for me, and I think that's why I have the passion that I have. I have so many close uh, brothers and sisters that that went over in multiple deployments, mm-hmm. and um, one of the things I had. Um, I did get signed on to a contract with with my first year. If that one hadn't played out. I probably would not have ETS. Um, you know, there was also the fact that my my son was born in two thousand, and my daughter was born in two thousand one, and so just starting that new family was easy to to kind of transition where I needed to be professionally. Wow. Um, but I also think that's my drive. That's my drive for where I'm at. I never ever even promoted or pushed the thought of being in the military with my son, Mm -hmm. it's honestly, it was just something that was kind of in our blood. We, we wanted to serve, we chose to serve and we feel like that's an important piece. Um, I don't have a a separation disorder. I don't have a uh, anxiety for non-deployment. I did have for a moment, man, all my brothers and sisters are over there. I have some, some very close brothers and sisters that have struggled with, uh, uh, with alcoholism and because possibly, uh, their, their deployment and their enlistment. uh, uh that I raised for him, so, uh, he was in his early teens and, uh, he, he got involved. He got, uh, he entered the army. He went and, uh, was put, deployed. And uh, he came back and committed suicide. Um, uh-huh. That was a piece that just, you know, shook me to the core. But also, it wasn't something that said, well, now it's time to, to sit back and, and wait and watch. It was kind of my call to action. Something needs to be done. And so, I got an amazing team of people that uh, love um, We always say we. There's never an I in what we do. We meet together. It's a collaboration. We put together, uh, programming. Uh, we're looking at, and we can get into in a second what the big mission of the People's Major Project is. Uh, but, uh, I just, we love every minute that we, we have to get together and, and work some solutions for other people.
0: Right on. So, you're, you're talking about this bigger part. Is that where the lifeguard campaign comes in?
1: I would say that's a medium. That's the medium goal. Um, that's the lifeguard. Peace is kind of what we believe is kind of the local social peace. Um, we believe that all of us are lifeguards to our brothers and sisters. We've got the skills. We've got the, the knowledge. We got the understanding. Um, the toughest part about what we're doing is our brothers and sisters that are struggling don't like to come out of the weeds. So we're, we're trying to create these social events and so. When I met you, I was down in Houston. I'm from mm-hmm. Minnesota. Uh, while I was in Houston for a teacher conference, I set up a podcast with, uh, with Isaac, and, uh, and that's when I met you as well, and a couple of other ones down in uh, Houston, and we just started a conversation about how can we start, uh, making things better down in Houston. We just had an, an amazing, um I don't know, reception while we were down there. And have a great time. Uh, so we're going to continue, uh, kind of talking with, uh, with Isaac down there and TJ and, uh, see if they can keep some things rolling down there. um so the People's Patient Project, our biggest mission is that we want to put together facilities that are kind of a one-stop opportunity where we don't want our first respond, our, um service members to worry about the stigma of of crying out for help. What we want them to do is say, hey, I'm going to bring my family to this resort or to this camp or to this opportunity with other people that are having to, maybe not even realize it, but be able to sit down and enjoy an experience and create a memory amongst themselves and their families and ultimately get them back on a social level so that they can come back to the community and be that hero that they've already been for the community. So we're looking at building these, uh, and recruiting these, uh, I'm gonna call it resorts. Um we call it an eight star resort because you know, we know the five stars, everyone, big up the up. <laughs> uh, we, the five stars, uh, three groups and the three mass. Uh, so that's why we call our eight star accommodation.
0: Right on. Um, so now I'm, I'm imagining to do this, y'all are needing some money, and which means you got to raise funds. And I know you do some t-shirt sales, um, but what, what else do y'all have going for that?
1: Absolutely. So we do have our LifeGuard t-shirt program going right now. Um, we also do uh, Facebook posts. We, we're just keeping it simple for the time being. Um, I work directly with our legislators here in the state of Minnesota. Um, I, I have, uh, several friends, we'll call them, uh, that really do love what our mission is and where we're headed. And, uh, they're looking at bonding the properties to us. Um, so right now, we, have for castinations. nations, there's, there's our social events. We have a, a veteran, uh, here in Minnesota that we're looking at. Uh, he has a traumatic brain injury from taking around from, um, from the back of that through his eye socket, and he, he has had such an amazing recovery, but the state won't let him do anything but drive his Segway around, and he does a great job on that, but the Segway needs tires right now, he's not able to hold down the job, uh, because of some of the things that are happening, but, so that's the little pieces. We reach out and we find the veterans that, uh, not Capable Mind and Body, now he, he has no problem getting up, getting around, but he's just missing that income piece to put tires back on a Segway. So uh, it's stuff like that we're trying to always oh, cover and, and take care of
0: people with. You know, it's funny you mentioned the Segway story because that was actually one thing I was going to bring up because somehow that was one of the first stories that I heard or first videos perhaps that I saw that you talked about it. And there's something like like he's got like 30,000 miles on the Segway or some shit and the tires are only rated for like 25,000. And that's why you're trying to find tires. For a segue, I mean, who who even, you know, contemplates that that needs to be done? But obviously right? it does.
1: And those numbers are a little high. I mean, it's, it's 25. He's at about 3,800 miles out. And it's, only, it's supposed to be at 2,500. Ah. Which, I mean, yeah, it's, we're talking like a bicycle that's going that far. So, I mean, it just, it's a wear and tear on the machine. And, uh, yeah, we've worked through a couple of organizations through here. Some people don't quite understand the urgency, but you know what, it's not a piece that we're going to, let a lot of people are in support.
0: And... Right on. Well, I will say one, one thing about the show. I apologize, but as as you've been talking, I don't know how I sound to you, but you have been breaking up quite a bit, um, so I, I'll i put this together the best I can, and I'm definitely going to have to get you back on at another time. Um, just right. throw that out there and let you know, but... All right, so uh let's see, so you've got the lifeguard campaign going, you're trying to do t-shirt t-shirt sales, you're working with state representatives, but if anyone wanted to um, uh, donate money to you. I know like you said you do um like fundraising campaigns on Facebook or something like that.
1: Yep. Yep. So we we'll do the Facebook campaign. You're also welcome to go to our webpage uh patriot project.org. I know it's really long right now, but you type it in to ones in the uh, In the future, we actually are going to become uh, we people, or people, but let's not confuse anyone with that stuff right now. <laughs> um, right. We are the People's Patriot Project. Um, we've got several ways to donate on our donation page, mm-hmm. um, and again, yeah, it's I, I always say the writing's on the wall, and that's something that I've said for many years. Uh, people notice and see it. It's kind of weird. I just looked at the numbers on uh, our uh, Facebook page, and we've had over 12,000 interactions this week on our page, but only 38 people saw our T-shirt campaign, and I don't get that. Um, it's that crazy algorithm that they got, um, but it's not something that gets us down. Uh, we do ask people to like and share and just uh, do the best they can with what we got on Facebook. I'm saturated at 5,000 people, but I can take as many people in the group that want to be part of the group. So,
0: All right, so the group is um, People's Patriot Project on yeah, uh, in the Facebook the People's groups. Patriot Project. Okay, and do you all have an Instagram? We do.
1: Uh, one of the pieces that I struggle with, just to give everyone a heads up, and maybe this is, I always tell everyone, every time we have a conversation, have an opportunity to speak, there's someone out there that has the skill set to help me with one more piece. Our Instagram is not amazing. Um, I'm trying to get it completely attached. It's just one of the pieces that kind of fall to the side. But that is also the People's Nature Project. As well.
0: All right, very good. Uh Let's see. So, now, just because we've mentioned him a few times so far in the show, I want to make sure I get the inf- information out right so we can give O. Isaac um, credit for getting us connected. But that was Absolutely. Uh, Isaac Christopher, right? Right. At uh, And he's with the Spent Brass Podcast, which is also here in Houston, as I am.
1: Yes.
0: And um, how did, if you don't mind me asking, how did you two get together? You
1: know what, it was just, willing to have a conversation. It just It's we We're willing to make things work and make things uh, happen. Um, I want to get the the mission of the People's Patient Project out there. Uh, he wants to help veterans. We just started talking and uh, it was just, all the pieces fit together just with the fact that the National Education Association uh, had their conference down there this summer and I was just like, dude, I want to be down there. Let's let's put something together and uh it was such a great time a great night meeting you your wife a couple of veterans from the area and uh down there at platypus brewery in houston you guys gotta stop in there too
0: oh yes um i I love their wings their beer was good but i'll be honest i am not a beer drinker you give me a beer you can sit me in a corner and i'm fine and i'm quiet but if you want me sure. to be happy and outgoing and you know wanting to hug everybody without even being drunk, you gotta give me like whiskey or um uh. or, or scotch. Those two things, those make me feel good. Beer, I don't know what it is about beer, it just it it doesn't necessarily depress me. It just doesn't exactly excite me. And then after one beer, especially the ones they've got there at, at Platypus man it because well, they they've got like you know 12% alcohol content yeah that just it as soon as i got home i instantly had felt like i had a hangover but again and i'm those not
1: handcraft beers are so heavy i mean but i it's one of the things that we've done here in minnesota is we partnered with about 100 of the breweries and they we're going to getting ready to launch something here it'll be pretty exciting you'll be one of the first ones to know about it once we get it rolling
0: awesome all right well i've got uh, got all your connection info and, um, is there any, any last parting words you want to give?
1: No, I I guess I kind of, not part the pun, but segues a little bit. Is, you know, <laughs> someone's on this, uh, on this podcast right now that is, is hearing and needing a little help. Um, I also believe that in helping others is therapeutic as well. And, uh, there's people out there that are hearing this, that, that has an answer or part of the solution. So what we're trying to achieve and get done, whether it's a, a graphic artist, whether it's a, a, a web page designer, whether it's someone that's got a, a you know an extra twenty dollars in their pocket, uh, one of the things I also want to make clear is uh, just because you you didn't serve or just because you aren't a first responder doesn't mean you're not a patriot, and we want to celebrate those people that have supported our service members and our first responders and believe that uh you know our men in blue going out and protecting our life and property uh is is an important part of our world. Uh we want to celebrate those patriots as well. So um please look us up on the People's Patriot Project org. Uh I'm willing to have a conversation with anyone about part of the you know this is a collaboration. It's not a not a dictatorship, it's not a we're we're willing to work with everyone. And the, the fun part is, uh we've been getting so much responses from other parts of the country. Um we got a guy right now just on fire down in North Carolina and we're just trying to figure out how to put all the pieces together to to get him to be part of the, the whole big picture as well. So um don't hesitate for a second to think you can't be part of the solution.
0: There you go. There's our interview with Mark E. Peterson. And like I said, he's an awesome guy. The People's Patriot Project is doing their damnedest to do really good work for our veterans, first responders, and their families. And if you're a like-minded individual and you wish to help them out, by all means, uh, go to Google, type in the People's Patriot Project, hit enter, and all their social media accounts will pop up including a link to their donate section. And you can donate a little funds to them and help them to be able to do better things for everyone that's out there. And isn't that the ultimate goal? You know, help people out. That's where this show comes in. I'm trying to spread the message for people that are doing good out there for the veteran community, for the first responder community. And if you're one of those people reach out to me. I'd love to have you on the show. Or if you know of someone, have them reach out to me. Share this show, share the message, and let's grow the community and help as many people as we can. But if you want to know more about Mark Peterson and the People's Patriot Project, by all means, um, look in our show notes. I'll have links to his pages from there. Or like I said, just go to Google, type them in, and search them out. If you feel like donating by all means click their donate button or maybe find one of their uh, t-shirts and purchase that that also helps them out and by you wearing their t-shirt you're getting they're getting more visibility because people see the t-shirt they're going to be intrigued and they're going to look it up themselves or maybe stop you and ask you about it so like I said help out where you can also I wanted to apologize a little bit for the audio quality I'm not sure if it was necessarily my connection or his connection, but it sounded like he kept dropping out a lot during the show. I edited, edited out as much of the, um, crap, if you will, as I could. But, um, I know some, some spots got a little rough and I apologize for that. Next time I'll see what we can do to make that better. And, uh, at some point I will have Mark back on in the future. Or I hope to anyhow. But in the meantime, I also want to let you know about something else we've got going on with Reclaimed American, and I do have a closed Facebook group, and it's called Reclaimed American Podcast. So if you want to know more about what our guests are up to, because I'm inviting all of our guests that come on to join the group, and whenever they've got something important that they want to post, I encourage them to share it to the Facebook group. That way, they're helping to spread their message that much more, and you have one one source, one place that you can go to find out more information about what's going on without uh, necessarily having to go 20 million places. So, check it out. Facebook, uh, go to Facebook groups and search for Reclaimed American Podcast. And like I said, it's a closed group. At the moment, I'm wanting to say it's pretty easy to join. You just click the join button and uh, someone will approve you and you're in. And then you'll be able to get all the updates, like I said, from all of my guests and also anything that I decide to put up there and share for the world. At some point, I'm probably going to back off on as many podcast posts as I do on the public group for Reclaimed American because that one is going to be more dedicated towards um towards the woodworking side, woodworking projects that I do. Now those projects, I'm starting off with a lot of those being for nonprofit groups. So if you're a group and you're having a raffle, an auction, whatever, and you need items to sell or give away during these events, reach out to me, let me know. Uh, I'm going to start hopefully working on some of those this weekend. Just to get some stuff made up and let you all have an idea as to what I'm making. And see if it's something you want to have at your event. But that's it for now. Like I said, check out the show notes. All all of Mark's info will be in there. For whatever reason, we're having power issues today. And the lights just flickered. And, well, the battery on my laptop is pretty much dead. So if the power goes out, there goes the show. So I'm going to go ahead and cut it here. And I will see you all next time. Thank you for listening to the Reclaimed American Podcast. If you're ready to do more and be more, start by leaving us a rating and review on iTunes or Google Play. Then join our community on Facebook and Instagram at Reclaimed American and join us over on our website at reclaimedamerican.us.